I'm your host, Dora Vandekamp. Welcome to the Biohack Your Beauty podcast, where we take a deep dive into the world of biohacking, lifestyle, wellness, and self-development. Join me in uncovering the mysteries of beauty, anti-aging, and ultimate longevity with the experts, teachers, and guides who are leading the health revolution. Greetings, my loves. I am so excited to bring you this new episode with the gorgeous Melissa Bologna as she talks about the regenerative properties of bone broth and her business called Beauty and the Broth. In this episode, we discuss the beauty and health benefits of bone broth, how Melissa built her wildly successful business with no prior experience in business or the food industry, and what bone broth can do for you. Before we dive in, I wanted to share with you just a little bit about my recent experience with an incredible company called Inside Tracker. Inside Tracker is an ultra personalized nutrition and wellness platform that analyzes data from your blood, your DNA, and your lifestyle to help you optimize your body and reach your goals. You can also find out your inner age. So we obviously have our outer age, which is our chronological age. And then we have our inner age, which is really what tells us what state and what level of health our body is at. And so I recently did their ultimate plan, which is their most comprehensive package. And I learned so much about my biomarkers and really what things I need to work on. And as a really dedicated person. I really take good care of my health. I was actually really surprised at some of the things I learned, namely my iron levels, my white blood cell count, and also my testosterone levels were off the mark. And so this is something I'm actually working on with a specialist now that Inside Tracker has recommended for me. And this is part of the package. And so I'm very, very excited to be working with them. I feel like I'm taking another step in the direction of really empowering myself. I am such a big proponent of taking your health into your own hands. That is what this podcast is really all about, feeling empowered in your body and with your health. And so very excited to keep you updated on that. If this is something that you're interested in exploring, you receive 25% off with the code Dora Vandekamp on any of their plans. So highly recommend checking them out. Check the show notes for the link. All right, my loves, on to the show. Hi, Melissa. It's so wonderful to have you here today. How are you? Hello. I am doing great. Um, what's my Thursday? Just a, a nice, uh, busy Thursday. How are you? <laughs> Same. I know it's almost Friday, but I feel like, you know, when you're a business owner, it doesn't really matter what day of the week it is because you don't really have the traditional weekends, I think. It's true. You do not have traditional weekends. And at the way, way, way beginning when it was just a concept and I was toying with doing it and someone uh, said to me, they're like, oh, like you should be busy all the time. And I'm just like, like what are you talking about? Now I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, you know, because you're never done. You know, I think you have to set like boundaries with yourself because otherwise it doesn't happen. That's very true. That's a good point. Yep. Yep. So you are the creator and the founder of Beauty and the Broth. Can you tell us a little bit about how you came to create this amazing product and company and maybe a little bit about the journey that led you there? Sure. So I was always like the anti-health girl, not anti-health, but I was not healthy, like at all. (laughs) And um, my sister is very much into health and wellness. And I just thought, because, you know, I maintained my weight, um, Thank you, genetics. Um, At that time, things are a little different now, um, that it didn't matter. And then I started to feel a lot of brain fog. I felt really, really inflamed. And I just felt generally unwell. My sister kept saying, like, it's your diet, it's your diet. And, you know, I never took it seriously. I was 
you know, this was a couple of years ago. Um, so mid to late twenties. Um, and so then finally I was just sick of how I felt and I asked her for help. I would visit her in New York. She's like, let's go get bone broth, which is very popular in New York. There's a lot of places to grab it hot on the go. And then I started drinking it and I thought I was like, so avant-garde drinking something called bone broth. I really did. And I started to see the benefits. It fixed my chronic digestive issues that I had since I was a kid. And it fixed my brain fog, which I thought at the time was so bizarre. I'm like, how could a beverage fix brain fog, which now I know why. And then I started to see beauty benefits. I'm someone who's always gotten um, lasers and Botox. And, you know, I couldn't believe that, you know, I, I love to tell people this, that when you know, my Botox wear off. It was like, oh my God, a timer went off and I need to run to the doctor. And that timer went away with bone broth. And I, I couldn't believe it. I, I was so sold. So then I went to continue my routine in Los Angeles and it, it was a completely different market than New York. There was no place to grab it hot on the go. And it wasn't as accessible, which shocked me. Um, so what this idea has turned into... Um, it didn't start that way. It evolved. Um, is that idea I loved in New York of having it hot on the go, but in all 50 states in Canada with the cup, with the convenient shelf stable, no preservatives concentrate. And all you need is hot water, which is very easy to achieve. That is huge. And I love that you mentioned this because in New York, you have that option and in, in Los Angeles as well, because I lived there for a long time. And so if you want something that's organic, if you yeah. want anything that is remotely healthy, you can find it, but almost everywhere else. I mean, there's so few places where you can get something that is actually nourishing for your body. That's going to be quality and organic and actually something you don't feel negative effects after you've eaten it. Totally. And sourcing good bone broth is particularly important because the benefit comes from the bones breaking down over a long cook time. And you don't, you're not going to get much benefit from not a good quality bone, right? That it, it all, all the best nutrients and amino acids and collagens are in the best bones, the best treated animals. Um, and then from there, like, it's crazy. Um, what I saw the bone broths on the market, they were either way too weak, way too gamey. You look at the ingredients, there's like xanthan gum. There's even sugar, like yeah. who puts sugar in bone broth. Um, and a lot of them were really high in sodium, which is a big issue for many people. Um, and so we, you know, we made ours with no salt added. So people can't believe ours is actually low in sodium. It's amazing. And I love that you mentioned the quality of the bones, because I think so many individuals don't necessarily realize the quality difference, right? I think we look at like pastured animals and organically uh, humanely raised animals, and we think, oh, it's better for the animals, but it's also better for us. We are also consuming an actually much better quality food when we have an animal that hasn't been factory farmed. It's true. Like you really are what you eat. And when you're stressed, it's the same for animals. When you're stressed, it deteriorates you. It weighs on you. The microbes in your gut, it's the same thing for animals. And you're not going to get a, uh, you know, it's not going to do you any good to eat a stressed out animal product. Absolutely. So this knowledge that you have, which is so powerful and potent when it comes to health and well-being and beauty, was that information that you had or kind of when you started like thinking of doing this, was that something you dove deep into? Oh, I knew nothing. <laughs> like I didn't even know how to start a business, let alone, you know, gut health. Like this was like my first flirtation with something healthy. <laughs> and um, I got re really, really passionate about it. I get really you know, I want to learn everything about it. And I'm still learning every day. And, you know, I love to talk to other like-minded people and, uh, and doctors and hear about their journey. And there are certain um, 
data points I've learned and certain stories I've been inspired by that have just taught me a lot about the industry, about ourselves, about uh, the gut. Right right now, I'm actually taking um, nutrition courses online at Stanford to, to deeper my knowledge and understanding. I'm someone who really, you know, didn't know anything about it. And now I, I cannot believe um, the lifestyle I was living because it's just so much more than how you look. And and even to a degree, I don't know how, um, it will, by definition, if you have a bad diet, you're probably not going to feel good, <laughs> but, um, you know, it's essential to extend your life even, it, it, and to keep pro, even to, to looking young, to feeling your best. Um, so it, it's everything. Yeah. It's amazing. You mentioned that this was really something that brought you into the business world. So can you talk a little bit about what that was like? Because I can imagine having this kind of revelation. And if anybody's ever had that kind of feeling where you're like, oh my God, this is this, I have to do this. And then not really having any background or like knowledge as to how to go about that. Like, how did you start? What did you do? So I love this because I love games. I love video games. I love puzzles. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to do this, you know? Cool. And I didn't know where to start. I literally sat there like, okay, let me Google how to start a business. And I'm like, okay, I guess when I need some bones, you know, I need to, I need to at least start, you know, practicing making it and seeing what, what I like and why, and why people choose this recipe. And, um, so I'll never forget. It was like the video game Zelda where, and I recommend anyone starting a business, do not stop talking about it. Do not stop sharing it because that's how I learned everything I know. It was like a game of Zelda where any piece of information I didn't have, I didn't find. It was the quote unquote power of suggestion. That was like someone would give you the missing piece and you would go with that information and then meet someone there and then get more information. And a prime example of this was, you know, okay, the quote unquote, now I need bones. I literally started calling farms. I'm like, okay, this sounds good. And then you would hear like snickering on the other line. They're like, ma'am, like, you know, we have a deal with whole foods, but, uh, you know, you might want to go to your local butcher. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, and then from there, the butcher who they stores, it was, it was a whole thing. Um, and then I, I wanted help with the recipes, you know, someone who knows a lot about nutrition, um, and bone broth, I literally found a website, meetachef.com and found this amazing girl and Ayurveda specialist nutritionist that we developed these together. Um, and she helped me figure out, you know, what could only aid the benefits of bone broth ingredients like turmeric and ginger and, and mushrooms, um, so it, it's, it was such, I mean, the journey's still going and has a big road ahead of me, but the journey of, you know, from then to launching a lot of twists and turns. Wow. I love that you found your, one of your people on meetachef.com. I feel like that's like, you could make a movie about that. I feel like that's amazing. And it's also really powerful because it's kind of like, here are my strengths. And then being able to kind of find a team in a way to help you build this business. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, and it's crazy too. Like you, when you believe in something, you believe in something, not everyone's going to believe in it like you do. And people need to make money. Um, you know, people might believe in it, but people need to feed themselves too. And, you know, it's tough because you only have a limited amount of money you can allocate toward your vision and you have to sell people on the vision and say, listen, this is going to be big. I promise you. <laughs> and of course, you know, they believe you, but still it's a balancing act um, of, you know, doing things cheaply, but well done and spending some money on things to, to ensure it's the best. And um, there's no straight path and you have to, you know, no pun intended, use your gut feelings on, and there's definitely money you waste because you don't know how it's done. But my biggest advice would be um, 
take your time. Like I'm someone who works fast and I want results. Um, so there's, you know, I could have saved a lot of money in different areas by, you know, giving it some extra thought and making sure that was the right way to go. But at the end of the day, you should launch, you should get out there and you'll fine tune expenses, um, at a later date. I love it so much. And I think you're inspiring so many listeners, me included, because there's so much involved. And I think we can't always see the big picture and all the details that are involved in it. And so you said like trusting your gut and I love it, no pun intended, but I do think that's really powerful. And I want to ask you, like, how did you stay committed to this vision? Even when it seemed, I'm sure there were times where it was like, oh my God, this is a lot, or this is, can I even do this? Or people aren't seeing the vision that I see. Beyond plenty of times. I, I still run into this issue. Like it, I real, I, I, two parts to this. I, I'll never forget when I thought I was going to produce the product myself. I had an offsite kitchen. I brought kitchen equipment. I was interviewing cooks. Um, and I was already running into issues with that kitchen and the cost of running that kitchen. I was like, what have I done? Like before even having food, I, before even yielding a product and ordering ingredients, the cost of running that kitchen, like a small kitchen, I was like, what have I done? And then, you know, it's one of my life saying, Melissa, you know, every time you're out that kitchen dealing with problems, you're taking away from selling and running your business. And they were right. The day the kitchen opened, I put my little sticker on the door. I had to like put my tail between my legs the day of, pull the plug on the kitchen. And I was so embarrassed. It was such a gut punch. I felt mortified. I had to tell the people like, listen, I bit off more than I could chew. Now I, I brought all this equipment and um, I, it definitely took me a beat to get back on the horse and stay committed. Cause I, I, it was a real kick to my ego. And I'm like, you, you really thought you could do this and look at you. Like no one's harder on yourself than yourself. Oh, and um, it, it took me a minute. It took like two months where I was kind of like, depressed is the wrong word, but I definitely didn't feel great about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, um, you know, then I realized I needed a co-packer and I slowly got back on the horse. And, you know, I realized after that moment, I, you know, looking back, I was hard on myself then. And then, you know, like a month before launch, I, there's always an issue. You're working with a lot of third parties. You know, a lot of people are motivated by different things, including the almighty dollar. And some people have your best interests and some people don't. And that could also be very defeating. And um, then I came to a point where I'm like, you know, there's a new problem every single week. And initially it would stress me out. And then I'm like, you know what? If it was easy, everyone would be doing it. So I'm like a glorified therapist. Now I'm like, you know, like, what's the problem this week? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, but that's so important to know because we, we, we imagine that a successful business means you don't have problems. And that's not the case at all. It's just being able to really stay level-headed and stay with the commitment that you've made to yourself when it comes to your business. I would say it's the complete opposite. A successful business has like 99 problems. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. And that's the growth, right? And that's the inner growth that probably happens for you, right? Is that, that constant learning process. I'm definitely curious about your just your process in choosing the ingredients and choosing what was going to go into these broths and also the sourcing of the animal products, like you said, the quality of the bones. So what was kind of your journey with that? Yeah, so that was something that was really, really important to me. Because If I'm going to uproot my life and change everything I'm doing, and not only start a company, but like effectively pay to start a company, like use my money to execute something, which is really scary, by the way. Um, it needs to be the best of the best. Otherwise, why, why, why do it to be like everyone else? So I wanted a really disruptive product. And, I, and I'm an animal lover. So, you know, I don't take it lightly, um, the sourcing of the bones. And 
you know, and what was wrong with the bone broths on the market? Well, you know, they were too watery. They didn't use great ingredients. They weren't quote unquote clean. So, so, you know, I said, okay, okay, okay. I have to do all of this. Otherwise, what's the point? Um, so for the ingredients, you know, I did a lot of research of what could aid in the benefits of bone broth and help regulate your gut, help keep your inflammation down and, you know, things that are in our chicken bone broth, um, you like ginger and turmeric and leeks and, um, you know, are all very, very powerful ingredients to help with inflammation and help with digestion and help with some of the calming benefits of bone broth. And then for the beef, you know, we use mushrooms and kelp and garlic. Um, and you know, and it's a balance where you want the best ingredients to yield the best results and benefits, but you also want it to taste the best. Um, so you want all those things working for you. And then something that was really important to me is to keep it very, very clean and this low sodium thing. And okay, we have to keep it great without, you know, quote unquote, cheat sheeting and adding salt ourselves. The customer could add it if they so choose. Um, so it took a lot of you know, the slightest changes, it's really hard to keep bone broth consistent. So the slightest changes would change the whole formula. Um, so really nailing down that recipe to tick, 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 and be the gluten-free, the all the bells and whistles. And then of course, the sourcing of the bones. Um, it's not cheap to get the best bones. Like bones used to be sold on the penny. Now it's so expensive for grass-fed, grass-finished, vegetarian-fed, ranch-raised, um, um, so, and I, I wanted all of that. And also, you know, it's very, very expensive, especially for a startup to, to have the best of the best because, you know, you don't have the money for it. But once again, like I'm going to do this, I'm going to gain the customer's trust. We're going to be the best bone broth. So I did it and we're working on scaling and it's amazing. The response like Pete, when people now see our product and what it stands for and they try it and uh, like our, our bones come from all the farms in America. Um, for the chicken, we we mostly use Mary's Organic Chicken, which is a really high quality chicken, even used in restaurants. And uh, the bones are sourced. One is at like a local farm in Iowa, where the animals are like literally like free range. Uh, so that's really really important to me. Um, being an animal owner of dogs, <laughs> um. So, you know, that commitment and that risk, I remember there was a big moment we with my supply chain where my co-manufacturer did the run of our product. And it was so exciting. We had the recipe locked. Then they did the bigger format run. And, and then it didn't taste exactly like what I was blown away by, the recipe I loved. It was still good but it tasted like a lot of the broths on the market. And I had a really big decision to make because they're like, Melissa, we're so confident that this broth will sell because it was still very good. Um, but it wasn't that broth that severely excited me that I was like, this is it. Just like we were talking about earlier, like the podcast name. And, um, they're like, we're so confident. You don't have to pay us until every single unit is sold which is obviously very attractive. Um, so I'm like, let me take the weekend to think about it. And I thought about it and I'm like, you know what, if I can't talk with that same passion, what's the point? And I said, I'm sorry, guys, like you have to take it back and fix it. Like it doesn't taste like the recipe we locked. And I, I would, I would make that choice a thousand times over just seeing the results from people I talk to, the customers, the feedback from the customers, the feedback from our wholesalers. Uh, we have a product that is ticking a lot of boxes for people, something I'm really proud of and something people um, literally thank us. Thank you. I've been looking for this product for years and that makes me realize everything I've done is for that, you know? I love that so much. I think that's so beautiful too, because I am such a big believer in like integrity and having integrity in what you do. And if you create products, that product needs to also be of integrity. And so when we can create something that's in harmony with mother earth and with our own values, I feel like that is like what every person um, is meant to do, right? It's like our mission here on this earth. Customers are not stupid. Customers see right through 
stuff like this, whether you're a clothing brand, a food brand, and to gain their trust is everything. Mm-hmm. And also, also, wh- why why start a company if you have so much con- control, especially early on when it's your baby? Stick true to your values, and it will completely shine through. Mm, I love that so much. And you said like it t- it takes a lot of boxes for customers. What are the boxes? that you feel like are what beauty and the bra, like what boxes does it take off for you? So what it takes off for our customers, I guess, and me is the product itself. Like I, I love our marketing. Our marketing is so much fun. Beauty and the broth. And now we're in this whole beauty space and amongst wellness. And, you know, I get to live out all my childhood dreams. So that's fun. But the best part about this is having a phenomenal product. Like when I see people's faces, when I explain it to them, I'm like, here's the thing. It's in concentrated format. Okay. So bone broth is measured in bricks, which is percentages of solids. Your average cup of bone broth is three bricks, right? In our pouch, our broth is 25 bricks because it's concentrated. Then you add eight ounces of water to match a cup of bone broth. And that cup of bone broth is still two times stronger than an average bone broth. So people can't believe that. They're like, whoa. And then I tell them it's shelf stable with no preservatives. And they're like, how? What? That's crazy. Because there's a, I experienced it myself. Freezer, fridge, freezer, fridge. Oh, I have to throw it out now. And it's very, very convenient. And then I get into the ingredients and I'm like, look for yourself. And they recognize every single ingredient. And then they see expensive ingredients like turmeric and like mushrooms. And then when they don't see salt in the ingredients, and then they're like, okay, okay, this is wild. And they go and look down the nutrition label and see the protein and see the low sodium. That's when they're, they're blown away. And of course, we have the USDA organic seal, which is not easy to get. And um, a lot of bone broth companies out there, believe it or not, the beef doesn't have the USA organic label, which doesn't now knowing what I know now, <laughs> um, it's very, very hard. And I'm, I want to say I'm lucky to have it. Luck favors the prepared mind, but it, it's not easy. Like uh, it takes a lot of, um, it, as long as, you know, the bones and everything are, are organic and reputably sourced and you recognize every ingredient, there's a lot of reasons why companies don't have it. I now sympathize for that now. Um, being a small business, it can be tough sometimes with the, the USDA and there's obviously like bigger companies out there. Um, but we have it. We're holding on to it. It's amazing. Um, and it's, I lost my chain of thoughts. But <laughs> no, that's that amazing. I think it's amazing. And and. I am like a really big believer in organic. I am one of those people who eats all organic. I know that that's a little um, over the top for some people, but I'm a really, really big proponent of eating as much organic as possible, especially when we're talking about gut health, right? Like we, we know that pesticides target the gut of a microorganism, right? So if we're trying to heal our guts, organic is a huge thing, especially if you're taking bone broth or drinking bone broth for your gut. It yeah. should be organic, right? A thousand percent. A thousand percent. It's there's no there's no cheat sheets. No, there's no cheat sheets. Um, and then I would love to ask about the packets because now when you usually think of bone broth, you either make it on the stove, we we make it, right? Or we uh, can get it at the store in the plastic pouch. But as you said, it's frozen and you have to defrost it. And for me, I have not found a bone broth that is in frozen form that I wholly love the taste of. For me, it's more like medicine. So I just down it, but it's not like I'm like looking forward to my bone broth, you know? So yeah. So how did you come up with these packets? So I wanted it to be very, very convenient. I wanted it to be able to integrate in people's daily routine and make it as simple as possible. Because even if I meal prep bone broth in a vat, the thought of taking out that vat, pouring it in a cup, heating it up or on the stove, 
it sh- it doesn't it shouldn't be that big of a deal but just the thought of like a uh, packet port pour hot water just seems so much more simple um but it wasn't always like that. I I thought my initial packaging was we have this cool rice husk BPA free cup that comes in all of our bigger boxes. That was my initial packaging. And that was a problem that would keep me up at night um, because I wanted it. It was convenient in its own right where it's already in the cup and, you know, the cup just needs to be heated up. Um, but I had nightmares like the cup's going to sweat. Because initially we weren't shelf stable either. The cup's going to sweat. What if it leaks in a woman's purse? The cup's not sealing properly. And oh my God, now I'm shipping dry ice and day shipping. And um, so it wasn't until I visited my supply chain when I saw how they ship it from point A to point B between each other, the co-manufacturer and the co-packer. And I'm like, what's that? And they're like, oh, we cook the water out of it. Then the co-packer re-adds the water and reconstitutes it. Um and I'm like, hold on. They're like, because we just condense it down. I'm like, well, what's the difference? They're like, it's the same exact thing. It's just way more potent in that form. And they have to re-dilute it with water. And I'm like, hold on a minute. This is more customizable for the customer and far more convenient. Um, so my idea came from showing up and going there. And that's another thing with business too. Like, you know, I'm a big get on the phone, go take meetings in person because you just will never know what will come about it. Everyone could send an email, but to show up, meet people, see things for yourself is really, really powerful. And I think in any industry, if you want to be successful, that's the route to go. Wow. That is, I really believe in divine intervention and that is divine intervention right there. Like totally. Change my oh, whole business model. Oh, it's amazing. And it's so, I mean, when you think of eco-friendly, it's more eco-friendly. And then also people get to determine the water that they add yes. to the packet as well. Yes. No, it, 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 you could grab it on the go, bring it on the gym, bring it on the plane. And people are like, wow, Melissa, three ounces of concentrate. Surely you knew because of the airlines. I was like, I, I want to take the credit and be like, yes. But it was just those three ounces that apples to apples with a cup of bone broth were of concentrated so strong that those three ounces with the eight ounces of water is two cups of bone broth. I'm like, you know, why do more than that? And because it's already so much. Um, but no, that was um, once again, divine intervention. Oh, my God. I think that's amazing. I love that so much. And I do feel that when you follow your passion and you follow your gut, the universe is always going to support you in that because that is where your magic is. I completely agree. Yeah. So you have a few different flavors, right? You don't just have one. Can you tell us a little bit about the flavors? Sure. So we launched with beef and chicken. Um, I wanted to launch with a vegan one. And it was tough for my supply chain and they know it was a priority for me. And obviously the vegan broth, like you can't have collagen in it, but it was important to me that, you know, something that can mimic the benefits. So right now we launched with uh, beef and chicken and the vegan, we have a lost recipe. It's coming out in November. Um, and so, so I'll tell you, I guess about the chicken and beef first. Yeah. The chicken has no garlic in it. I know some people have an issue with garlic where the beef does. Um, so it's nice because uh, garlic has a lot of great properties. Um, and it's very like antiviral and gets rid of toxins. So I love garlic, but I also am sympathetic that there's some people out there that can't have it. So I'm a pleaser. I want to please everyone. Hence the vegan skew as well. Um, so the chicken tastes very, very clean. You could taste the ginger and turmeric coming through it. Um, and it has like leeks and we use the chicken backbones, um, you know, pepper. And it just tastes very, very clean profile. Like I could chug this in the summer. Um, and then the beef, what I love about the beef, it doesn't taste like any beef bone broth on the market. Like, like the word beef just sounds like heavy and like, bah, like it, it, you could taste, you know, it has like mushrooms and leeks and, and even kelp in it. And like I said, garlic, it tastes very 
you could almost taste the mushrooms. The mushrooms almost make the beef taste a little more sweet. So it has a way a more more of a depth of flavor. But the two of them together, like having, you know, day by day, it's very contrasting and is actually perfect if you could have both of them to, you know, you definitely get in different moods, different days where you want either a clean one or one that's kind of more mushroomy. So they complement each other very well. And then the vegan one we have coming out has mushroom concentrate in it, um, kelp, kombu. So seaweed's going to be like a big part of this kombu and pea protein. So I didn't want to. And then I think, uh, yes, a chickpea miso. Mm -hmm. I wanted regular miso, but that has soy in it. And I need to stick on the theme here of no allergens. So that too, our vegan skew will also have no allergens. And that one tastes great. It tastes, um, it just tastes amazing. Okay. <laughs> I believe you. I believe you. I love it too, because there are a lot of vegans out there and I think they are concerned in a way that they're not getting as much of the collagen as they could be if they were drinking bone broth, like actual bone broth. So what was kind of your thought process around formulating that vegan option? Um, it, it wasn't easy at first because I'm not a vegan myself, but I know it's important. I, you know, I am in New York and LA a lot of the time and I'm surrounded by a lot of people that are vegan. Every bone broth tasting I do, I'm sorry, I'm vegan. And I, I want them to have the same benefits and unfortunately nothing will be just like it, but, um, you know, it will definitely mimic some of the benefits collagen has to offer, um, with things like seaweed. So, so how to develop it, especially not being vegan. I worked, I, I did my, when I developed the beef and chicken with, um, Alini, the, um, the girl I met on meetachef.com, we also developed a vegan. Um, so, so we worked together on that with the ingredients. And of course we had to make like an adaptable version to our supply chain, um, so I, I actually had this recipe right at launch. It was just hard to get it off the ground at the same time because of complications with making it that wasn't as seamless as making a bone broth. Mm, I think that's amazing. And I can only imagine how many people were like when you're doing those demos and when you're, you know, helping people taste these amazing products, how many people are like, oh, I wish I could, but I'm vegan. So I do think it's amazing that you're including them in this project because beauty is something we all are looking for in the many ways, right? So like skin health and then also longevity and feeling good and being energized and feeling good in our bodies and not having digestive issues. And so I think that that's amazing. When it comes to these broths, when you're looking at the effects of it, what are the effects of drinking the bone broth? Like what have you kind of found are the benefits of drinking beauty in the broth? So I love this question because what I've discovered is it's kind of a two-part question of the bone broth itself and then your actual gut. Um, and what I will say, generally what bone broth does, its original purpose is for leaky gut. So when you have a poor diet, Food seeps through your gut, red blood cells go to fight it, and you get sick and you get inflamed. And what's remarkable about bone broth is it actually goes through your gut and it fills in those holes. So it literally is like an extension of your gut filling in those holes and pumping it with proteins, amino acids, and natural occurring collagen that your gut can ingest. Um, and going to... so. Good skin, for instance, starts from the gut. Like if you have, you could do a lot externally, but what are you doing internally? The things that aren't going away, it shows up on your face from your gut. So it's great for your hair, skin and nails. It truly, truly helps that. At one point, I'm not kidding me. My sister had to like take a week off bone broth because we couldn't do anything with our hair. It was like too thick. I'm serious. It got like really coarse. Um, so obviously that's great. Who doesn't want that? But it's so much more than that. Like, and when I said it fixed my brain fog, now I know why, because of the second component of this, which is our actual gut. When you, 
when you are feeling like, first of all, emotions come from our gut. And as crazy as this sounds, our personalities come from our guts. Like we are, we are from our guts. Like our guts have trillions, trillions of microbes in it, like living things. So we are galaxies and those little things control our personalities, control our emotions, control when we have anxiety, depression, and also 85% of our immunity is in our guts. So the fact that bone broth goes in and regulates those trillions of microbes and regulates your gut is so major that I am like beyond convinced. I know that bone broth is going to be like, you know, you go to um, any coffee shop. What would you like today? Tea, coffee, or bone broth? Like, I know that's where this is going. It's going to be a, a seamless, integrated part of our routine, especially there's so much we don't know about the gut. And the fact that we're starting to uncover all this is almost freaky. Like we, it's almost like a simulation, like, like maybe we're all just a bunch of microbes. Right? <laughs> um, but I, I just can't believe how many living organisms are in our gut that just go that feed off of whatever you're putting in your body. So to me, it just speaks volumes that bone broth goes in and regulates it. And then on top of it, going back to the collagen benefits, it also has helped me with my joints and, you know, collagen depletes over time with age. So the fact that it just helps you rebuild it is um, something everyone should be doing as a preventative because we all, we all need collagen, not just for beauty, but for our joints. Amen. Absolutely. It's so beautiful. I'm glad you mentioned the connection between our moods and our personalities and our gut, because I think that's something we miss, but really it's so crazy. Like our gut is literally our second brain. And I feel like it's kind of like not even our second brain. It's just an extension of our brain. I I used to always call it second brain. And now I'm like, what's more important? Uh." (laughs) I like, is this our second brain or is this our second brain? Or is the gut actually controlling? I, I just don't know anymore, but the gut is massively important. And people, including myself are starting to realize that more and more. It's something I never knew. Um, so I, I really think that the best is yet to come for bone broth. It's been around since caveman days for them to use all of the animal and they would use it as like a healing elixir to heal themselves. Um, and everything all is new again. It's amazing. And I love that too. And I'm actually curious because when you talk about like caveman days, you know, we, as a kind of society, this is a general statement, but we eat kind of just one piece of the the animal and that's it. Right. But there are still some cultures that eat the brain, the eyes, the tongue, the, all of these different parts of the body of the animal that actually carry so much collagen and so many nutrients with your bone broth. Are you using specific bones? Are there different bones that carry more collagen? Yes, there are. So you want to use the strongest parts. So like the knuckle and the marrow definitely tend to have the most collagen and you want like the thickest, strongest. And then for chicken, the chicken is, you know, a bit scrawny. So using like those backbones and even chicken feet are uh, very high in collagen. Wow. That's amazing. I love that. That's so cool. When you are consuming the packets, is there a certain number that you consume each day that you recommend? I have one a day. Um, Sometimes I'll have two, but definitely one a day. Um, I'll either have it, you know, I'm very basic. I need my coffee. I need my smoothie. I need my bone broth. I have like 20, I like my like 20 drinks. Um, So I typically have it in the morning. But then there's sometimes where I go into a tough workout and after I do a tough workout, I become like an animal. Like I want to eat everything. I'm so hungry and a mangy. So I'll have bone broth to like calm me down from eating my whole pantry because it, it, it helps make you feel full um, and satiated and satisfied. So people also love it for weight loss because it does curb your appetite because it's nourishing you. When you, so you're, when you consume it, it doesn't have to necessarily be on an empty stomach. You can have it with food. You could have it whenever you want. There's no wrong time to have it. Um, I, I love to have, I don't have breakfast. My breakfast is, is like a smoothie and bone broth. Um, 
But, you know, it, it, even like the Thanksgiving pro tip, have bone broth before the feast so you don't eat everything in sight. It's like a, a great way to curb your cravings. With a packet, is there, do you ever make other things with it or do you just make like bad water and that's it? All the time. Um, on our Instagram, we do a lot of cooking videos. We put it in smoothies. Um, we put it in quinoa. We've made like chicken enchiladas with it. Uh, we, we've even made cookies with it. So it's there's no one size fits all for bone broth. Um, some people are like, I don't like the texture, and but I want to incorporate it. Cooking is a great way to do that. And it, it makes a killer base for soup. And this is where it is a cheat code because you have all this natural flavor that's amazing for your gut that if you're cooking and you throw it in your cooking, your cooking is going to be exponentially better and save you a lot of time and work. Uh, so I love doing that too. Mm, that is- I'm a big chef. So I'm totally going to do that because I cook every night. I'll always cook at home because I don't eat out. There's really not many options when you're healthy to yeah. eat out at least. So this is beautiful because I can only imagine even just adding it to any kind of dish, it adds flavor. It's kind of like a seasoning in a way. I even have like some customers who literally, this is actually kind of funny, put it on their leftovers to like rejuice it. And then they obviously get bone broth benefit and their leftovers then taste amazing. That's a really good tip. Right? I love that. I love that. I am probably going to do that too. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And then what is your vision for beauty and the broth? Kind of what is your big picture as your, because you launched, when did you launch? November 15th. So our one year anniversary is coming up. It's so weird. I'm like, really? My gosh, that's a, well, early congratulations. Thank you. (laughs) That's very exciting. That's huge. A first year in business is a big deal. I can't believe it. It's very big. So, and how long did you take before you launched Beauty and the Broth to work on it? About a year and a half. Okay. That's beautiful. And I love it because you mentioned earlier, take it slow because it is a process, right? Yeah. If you, if you, um, you know, do the math in there, you'll see that, um, we launched, we were supposed to launch the May of the COVID, you know, and that was our launch date. And obviously COVID happened and it was so scary. It was so, so scary for so many reasons. I've now invested all this time and money and energy and efforts into this. Really excited for launch. Everything just got like for everyone. Um, So that was really scary and obviously massively delayed our launch to mid-November. But you know what? There's always delays with or without COVID in a business, but it was... um, you know, a, a year and a half doesn't sound that long, but you know, I'm very OCD that I'm like, Oh, I can't believe this. <laughs> well, I'm sure that, you know, everything kind of happens for you, even when it doesn't feel like it in the moment, like it probably was a good thing that it, it was in November because your totally. product's amazing. Thank you. I yeah. appreciate that. So what is your vision for the future of beauty and the broth? So like I, I said earlier, the other part to us is our marketing, beauty in the broth. I see beauty in the broth not being just a bone broth, but eventually, obviously, I want a bunch more skews, a bunch more things you could add to enhance your bone broth experience. But then I also see us moving into beauty um, and having, um, you know, we're helping you from the inside, but, you know, I, I, I want to do the outside, too. Um, so that's where I see beauty in the broth going is being not only a bone broth company, a lifestyle company from beauty from to, from the inside to the outside. Oh my gosh. I can't wait. I'm so excited. (laughs) (laughs) That's going to be amazing. We'll have to do another interview when, when that all comes out. Yes. I cannot wait. Oh my gosh. I love it. Okay. So I have three questions. I ask all my guests. Uh, The first one is, what is your definition of beauty? My definition of beauty, 
the definition of beauty should be personal for every individual. It's when you personally look and you feel best. And there, it, there's a lot that goes into it. It's not just a vanity play, what you look at in the mirror. It's an over, like I feel my best after I worked out, after I ate healthy, after I got my hair cut. Um, so it's truly taking care of yourself to feel and look your best. Mm, beautiful. I love it. What is your favorite inner or outer beauty tip for our listeners? I mean, I think it's obvious. Uh, <laughs> own bras. <laughs> oh, that's such a good tip, though. It really is. I'm not kidding. It's shocking. It's shocking to see what it does to your face. I'm like, all this money I've spent and all I had to do was drink bone broth. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. it's so bad. <laughs> well, and it's great because actually it's an inner out and outer beauty tip because it also makes you feel good and it helps you be happy and joyful and you know, create serotonin in your brain and all these amazing things. It's like the bonus plan of beauty. Uh, beauty. <laughs> yeah, I love it. And that's really the idea, I think, is like when, when it comes to beauty, we want to feel holistically beautiful. It's, it's a holistic thing. Yeah. Yeah. And the last question is, where can people find you? They could find us on thebeautyinthebroth.com and at thebeautyinthebroth. And they could find me personally at, at Melissa Bologna. I like to say Bologna, no G. <laughs> I love it. I'm excited. Well, I will make sure to put all the links and your handles in the um, show notes so people can find you and also find Beauty in the Broth as well. It was such a pleasure speaking with you. This was, um, I had a lot of fun talking to you. Me too. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited. I can't wait for people to hear all about your wisdom and and this amazing product. And I'm so excited to try it as well. Thank you so much. I really, really appreciate it. And thank you for taking the time to listen to me talk away. If you loved this episode, please give this podcast a positive review on iTunes or Spotify. It helps us spread the word about the power of holistic health and beauty, and it helps this podcast grow. If you share your favorite takeaways from this episode on Instagram, please make sure to tag me so I can reshare. Thank you so much for listening. Have a beautiful week.